the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, where every plant that is outside has now been pre-watered. But the sun is out, so... Uh, well, but it's not going to be over. They, the paper said today it would be three to six inches before... Oh, my goodness. Wow. 24 hours. Here? <laughs> I don't think it starts till 4 o'clock, though. Yeah. Plenty of shopping time. There you go. And the Sinisa said that's, that's what the Sinisa said, too. They, I know. What, so what two years ago, or was no, it three years that, ago? Uh, you know, he just mentioned it. Uh, Trace mentioned it yesterday. But some were blooming, so apparently they were ready. <laughs> All right, 308-8867. Oh, 308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. Now, if, you had, if it was the butterfly vine, which blooms all the time, yeah, and then you would have a, you know, a more predictable kind of... Uh, Plant, plant and I mean the way you're forecasting rain a, on a dry year you would would never get to see a Sinisa bloom. That's right. Well, who wants a plant that doesn't bloom in the dry weather? Rain sometimes. No, it rains somewhere. Somewhere, That's exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Trace is up here on the porch with us. Hey, Trace. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Y'all were sure running a minute ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I got an inch on just myself. Of I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that for a while it was coming down. Some of your uh, the nice people here at Millburgers were that work here were a little wet. Yeah, they were yeah. dedicated out there, still putting out pumpkins, and it's starting to drizzle. And then putting out pumpkins, it started to rain a little harder. And then, yeah, I think they all said, okay, this is too much. About five minutes before that, I told them, it's not raining. Get out here and get these pumpkins. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> all right, then. Okay, so what's your slave drive? So uh, you going to tell us what's coming up uh, this week here at Millburgers? Well, we're getting further and further along in our maze. So that's yeah. the maze is done. And uh, we did get our pumpkins in yesterday, and they are 99.9% out for sale. And corn stalks. We've had so many people over the last several weeks asking about corn stalks. So those came in. Oh, good. Uh, and we got a few of the little baby pumpkin type things. You know what we, get, we had to work on? Um, you had to get everybody interested in ragweed stalks. Uh, there you go. I mean, there's plenty of those out there for me. We could. You have trouble finding corn stalks? <laughs> we have in the past huh? yeah, had problems. Huh. You know why that is? Because uh, the combines shred them up. 
Right, they have to have a little patch that they don't yeah, run. They, they, don't they do spent it. years and years researching and developing a yeah. so that you would have to de- <laughs> deal with the stocks. Putting that organic material back in the soil. You know, the people say, well, farmers never put organic material back in the soil. They, well, they get the grain and the, co- and, well, and the cob and everything else goes back into the yeah. soil. The cotton, cotton producers, they've always, for a long time, have put the, everything back in. Uh, absolutely. Um, so does anybody, I guess nobody harvests uh, whole corn cobs anymore like they used to. Huh? We used to well, they, farms they, used to have they, these they, big they used bins to. of a... The Indian of, uh, corn. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we got in some strawberry corn. I don't think we got the Indian corn in yet. The little bitty ones, yeah. round ones. Yeah. Oh, so it's especially corns are still harvested that way, yeah? Well, they had to start hard. They had to start uh, uh, harvesting the whole whole cob for the squirrels. You know, the people for oh, yeah. years have hung hung them up by the shucks out there on a string or something, and watched the squirrels. In fact, didn't they have a bungee cord or some kind of thing yeah. for the squirrels to jump on? Yeah, and it this. runs up and runs them up and down, and people get to watch the squirrels. All right, we have a question from the crowd, but I'm guessing by that look on her face, she does not want to be on the air. But uh, So, Calvin, you help her, and Trace right will tell there. us what's going on. Well, we, uh, I saw lettuce available, so we'll have lettuce this next week. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, good selection of cold-weather crops, some more spinach, tagged out. Wait, wait a minute. You mean transplant lettuce? Yes. What kind is it? Do you know? Uh, there was two different mixes. Oh, there's mix- there were those, those it'll, mixes. It'll be a leaf lettuce. Yeah. But it's not Crawford. No, no. So you've got the Crawford here. I've got Crawford lettuce seed. Seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's actually free, so one per household. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else? We've uh, gotten in a lot of the, the fall blooming stuff, so we're we're good on mums. We've got in the the uh, Fricardi Aster now, so that the one that blooms closer to Halloween uh, with that light blue flower that's a really good perennial, That's that's here. Yeah. Um, what else has come in? Snapdragons, uh, petunias, lots of colors of petunias, dianthus. So we're we're getting there. We're almost to the the cool weather stuff. I believe I have cyclamen coming in oh, this man. next Uh-oh. week. Now you need to say that when Calvin's listening. So yeah. uh, that's uh, it's still, it's still up in the air, but it's coming out of Colorado. So uh, you know those Colorado people. That'd so be pretty. It could be yeah. a week, could be a week behind though. Oh, okay. Just, we, we never know. Okay. Well, they have to drive them all the way from California, Colorado. Quit well, it. They, they do, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a week to drive them. I didn't them get Colorado. a phone call saying they weren't coming, so I'm assuming oh, yeah. they are Sure. Coming. We'll be positive. Yeah, they can, they can grow an ice cyclamen there. they got the weather to do it they early. Do. And, they, and they grow that, that uh, Sierra, which is the really big bloom. Yeah. And uh, so we got an assortment of colors coming in, hopefully Wednesday, Thursday, depending on when they actually leave Colorado. And now that our cool weather looks like it's it's in for a while, it's perfect time to get the most out of your cyclamen. Yes. Oh, you should have seen how many people came in this morning to buy fertilizer. Oh, is that right? We got the winterizer on sale, and they were coming in in droves for, <laughs> for uh, pre-emergence and for fertilizer. Yeah, probably our first 30 customers. That's wow, what they got. So before the rain, get it down. So they were okay. Yep. That's yep. cool. Good for them. Very smart. So all this morning, there were people all over the San Antonio spreading that fertilizer. And we had a we had a full parking lot. 
Is that right? Good yeah. for y'all. Good. So uh, good gardeners. We're uh, we're plugging right along. So again, we're, we we uh, shortly will be getting our electrical stuff set up in our maze. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. So that'll probably start this this coming week after the rain's over. I see. Didn't we have a Calvin display one time? Yeah, that was nice. We, should bring, that's, 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 we should bring Calvin back. Calvin is back. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's up, it's uh, upstairs right now, sleeping. But oh, okay. It will be down, it will be downstairs hopefully by next weekend. You and insult Charles one that, time. That's all it takes. Uh, with that tongue tie on here. Charles is going to win that battle. <laughs> um, all right. So how about the plant of the weekend? Weekend. 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 Uh, it's going to be Miscagnia. Sure, my fourth grade teacher, Miscagnia. So, common name great. for that is butterfly vine. Okay. Uh, real pretty yellow flowers and a little cluster, and it makes a seed pod that looks just like a butterfly. I don't know how it gets from that little bitty bloom to that huge seed pod, <laughs> but it does. It's a God it, thing. And I've seen a lot of them when you go to some arts and craft shows. Yeah, yeah, they paint them. A lot of people paint, paint them. They paint up and shellac them and make them look just like butterflies. That's cool. Yeah. So and grapevine I, I, grows grows here very well, normally evergreen. Full sun? Uh, half day or more is where I've had success with yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah. It, uh, Forrest Appleton got it on his fence. He replaced uh, Crossvine. Forrest Appleton? I was going to ask about deer. Yeah, but if Forrest that, has it on his that's fence. where we got the uh, deer resistance. Okay. It, it's it's not a favorite of deer. We'll put it that well, the way. The deer actually work with Forrest yeah, to yeah. determine what is deer resistant and but not. That, they hang out they ate the hell out of his uh, crossfire. Are you saying he's a deer whisperer? <laughs> sort of is, yes. You know those studies that you see? yell at them? The, <laughs> yeah, he yells at them. No, they just put them on. The, he puts it down. If they don't eat it, we know. Uh, <laughs> you know those studies that they show on TV? You know, if if you've got this, this, and this, we want to see you. Well, Forrest advertises on the deer channels, yeah. and uh, they come to his house, and what they don't eat, uh, we Make, consider makes it on the list. Yeah, it makes the but list. But he, he's got a tall, right in front of where he parks his cars out there in the driveway, and he's got a tall fence, and uh, they kept eating the cross vine down so bad that uh, he replaced it, uh, took it out and replaced it with this butterfly vine. And... Uh, and that that fence must be ten feet tall or taller, and uh, that thing has covered that. It it covered that uh, fence within within a year. And I think it blooms almost thirteen months out of. Oh there. yeah, it does. It does. It blooms all the time. It's an old-fashioned plant, so it's not anything that we've come up with new. And uh, the the problem the problem with making a Texas superstar plant is that uh, it can freeze north of Austin. But we don't so care what Texas happens superstar. north of Austin, you know. Yeah, I mean, Definitely South Texas superstar. It's a South Texas superstar. All right, so um, we've got that, and it's 24, 99? That's it. Wow. I'm amazed at myself. Three-gallon can. Uh, they're beautiful. And blooming. Uh, a good hummingbird and butterfly plant. And I do have the unusual seed pods already on them as oh, well. Oh, cool! Them, so, uh, all right. That way you can see what you what you're getting. Recommended. So uh, you can uh, come on by, or if you know you can't come by today, but you want to make sure we hold one, you can call four nine seven three seven six zero, 
four nine seven three seven six zero. Cool. The future superstar. Can you hang a second? We got to talk to Virginia real quick. You bet. All right, Virginia's on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Yeah, I have a really big Malabar spinach plant. I have four of them actually in one pot, and they're putting on the seeds little berries. And I would like to save some of the seed for next year, but I. I've always bought plants and never bought any seed. I don't know if you, how you preserve it, if you keep the seed in the berry or you take the berry off the seed or what's going on. You let the berry, uh, let's see, does the berry turn red, as I remember? It's purple. It's kind of dark black oh, purple. Oh, purple. Okay, purple. Malabar spinach. Yeah, I was uh-huh. uh, signaling to Trace because Trace is a big well, his favorite Malabar too. spinach advocate. Um, and and uh, do y'all do y'all sell seed here? Uh, we normally do uh, transplants when available, although I don't have any right now. Okay, yeah. Okay, she wanted to save seed. So you wait wait till the seed pod turns uh, uh, dark purple or it ripens, uh-huh. and then uh, then you harvest the seed pod and let it dry, and then you can extract the seed from the seed pod. After it dries. Okay. And then you'll have your own seed. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you for Bye, calling. Bye, Virginia. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. 308-8867. That's our number. 308-8867. We're going to talk to Sylvia in just a moment. Trace, what else is going on? Anything else exciting? I just want to say I'm sorry that the headphones I get back to you are a little wet. No, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did get our ryegrass seed in. So we've got three different types of uh, yard usage winter rye. Uh, we've got the traditional one that gets really tall, that grows really, really fast. Then we've got a, a pick seed, which is a it's, a it's collected seeds from shorter varieties. So it's not quite the, the short uh, that perennial rye would be, uh, but an intermediate, say. And, uh, and that's very, very, uh, if you've ever mowed rye before, it's a uh, it's a better choice to do that one or the perennial, where it's easier to mow. Uh, yeah. The, the tall one, if you you have to mow it twice, first time you mow it, it lays down, then you got to mow it back the opposite direction to get it to cut. So we did we have the the tall one, we have the intermediate, which would be the pick seed, and then we do have some of the perennial in. Uh, if you want to stay really short, less likely to need to be mowed. So we're getting to that stage in weather where uh, as long as they haven't put out a pre-emergent, they could do the right. Very cool. Thank you, sir. All right, we'll visit with you in a few. Sylvia's on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Sylvia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Milton. Thank you so much. Uh, I sure. have a question of you gentlemen. Uh, I have killed two flies in my house. Big, big, fat flies with white markings on the body. When I, I slaughtered them, and I always thought flies laid eggs. Am I right or wrong? They what? Laid eggs. They laid eggs. Do they as far as I know, yeah. Well, but there's a whole lots of species of, of flies, too. And okay. Uh, so last, last time I checked, I don't think Jerry and I are experts on, on fly reproduction. Is it, was it in the house? Yes, it Big was ones. very. It was in the house, 
And instead, well, I, I wasn't looking for anything, but when I swatted it, and I swatted it with a rolled-up newspaper, I noticed that it had put out a whole bunch of little tiny larvae. I mean, so tiny. If they hadn't have been moving, I wouldn't have noticed it. Uh-huh. And, you know, they were all alive. And I thought, you well, killed a mother. Well, maybe. Well, I know I did, but what the hell kind of, excuse me, what the hell kind of uh, fly is it that lays those kind of live things? I didn't know. Well, it's, 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 called, it's, it's called a house fly. House it's fly? In the house. Yeah, house fly. That sure was a live, big one. Are you live young? Do I? Oh, I'm, 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 I thought house fly. I'm with, with Sylvia. I think they lay eggs in uh, rotting material, and then they... Uh, but, yeah, I you know, always you don't, knew that from school, but uh, this one had little bitty, we need bitty. Mo- We need Molly here, because, but I think there there's hundreds of different species of flies, and we probably, I don't know, you know how many we have, 15 or 20 that we see, and I'll bet, I'll bet some of them live. The other thing is, uh, you know, I, it's a, probably, there's an outside chance that those are... Uh, Parasites on the fly. That's true. I was just thinking that. Yeah, because really? if it's that big-bodied thing you're talking about, it could have uh, internal parasites. Yeah, make it, it, it make was. it real Both sludgy. Of these that makes it sound even better, doesn't it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, especially when they're in the hives. Uh. It, it would have been eventually died. Really, if they were larvae. Yes. I mean, if they were their own parasites. Right, right. Well, or, or they will emerge from they... that body and go on to infect more flies. flies. Yeah, but it sure was a big fly, and it had black black and white markings on the body. My son huh. said it sounded like a horse fly, but I don't know what horse flies look like. Maybe it was a palomino. Black and black and white, yeah. <laughs> But they do have some of those I was familiar with had black and white streaks. Well, we don't have to worry because you killed it. Two of them. How many more do I have in the house? It worries me. Yeah, <laughs> you may you may have reversed the epidemic potential there by <laughs> killing the the well, breeding stock. I have stock. another question. Uh, I have a bromeliad that I got back in June, and the bloom stalk has finally just fallen over and turned brown even though I kept water in the flower in the plant well and it has grown it had grown quite a bit it is big but now that thing has just uh, flopped over and it's it's just brown do I cut that off yes ma'am I don't throw I'm away the plant no 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 will I get another bloom out of there you think I think, if if I'm correct on this, uh, of course there may be different types. Uh, once you get that bloom, uh, it came out of the middle, right? Right yes. out of the middle of the plant. Yes. Uh, I think the plant only produces one one bloom, and then it produces pups. You know, the oh, little plants okay. all around the plant. Okay. Do you I'm... see? Do you see any coming? No. There aren't any, not yet, anyhow. Okay. But I would certainly keep an eye out for them. But just to take that dead uh, yeah. stalk out and see if uh, okay. see if it re-balloons. It's because of all those parasites you've got in your house. That's, there ah. you go. 
Thank you, Coward. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, you have, you have a good afternoon. Okay, okay thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Thanks, Sylvia. You Bye-bye. take care. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Let's talk to Ann real quick and find out what's going on in her world. Hi, Ann. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you thank doing? Thank you, and good morning to you, and I'm doing fine. I have two questions here. The first one is in regards to the Pride of Barbosa plant. Pride of Barbados. Uh, Barbados, okay, sorry. It's three years old, and uh, in the three years' time, I've only had two blooms on it. How come it's not blooming? What am I doing how tall, wrong? How tall, how tall is it? Well, is it a big right thing? Now, see, it's about maybe five and a half foot. Five yes. and a half feet? And is it in the sun? Yeah. Uh, partial. It gets the morning sun. It's on the fence facing the east, so it yeah. gets the morning sun. It likes to be hot and sunny. Yeah, that that's that that's probably the issue with it there. Did you grow it from seed? No, I bought it through the nursery there. Okay, okay. Well, about the only thing to keep one from blooming is is putting it in the shade. Um, can you? Is there any spot where you could move it that be more sun, where and where it could get some a- afternoon sun? Okay. Yeah, I can. Can I do this in the spring then? Yes, yeah, ma'am. Yeah, if you can find. Yeah, if you can find where the root system is. Oh, well, I couldn't be or, able to do, it, but I can have my yard man do it then. Yeah, okay. there you go. I'll wait until the spring on that one and not worry about it. Second okay. question I have is in regards to St. Augustine grass. My front yard is on a slope. There's no low uh, spots on it where, gra- where water will accumulate. The blades of the glass, grass are down to the root system, and the yard looks like it's getting bare. And I was, um, my yard man told me to put some ironite out on it, which I did, and uh, nothing's happening. So do you think I should put some topsoil on it, or what do you suggest? Okay, now the symptom is your grass is thinning out, is that right? Uh, not necessarily, so no. So what's, what's happening to the grass? The grass, the blades are down. It's almost like there's no grass there. It's just the root, the runner showing. And okay. it's spreading. Is is that in how much sun is the lawn getting? Well, it's facing the south. Uh, I have the trees trimmed, so it's getting sufficient sun. This is the first year that I've had this problem, so it's not something that has to do with the sun or anything, I don't think. Well, I don't know. We may- you, you probably wouldn't. I probably would not make a bet on that. <laughs> they they gradually when they when they get a lack of sun or lack of sufficient sun, they gradually thin out. That's the way. Well, wouldn't the whole yard be the affected then instead of just no? Only only where the only where the shade is. Yeah, look denser. look the sh- it should start. You're right. It should be the shadiest spot should be the starting point. 
This yeah, year, well, though, too, it's, it's been... Either. No, because it's right next to the sidewalk, so it wouldn't be that shady. You'll get more sun there than it would be up against the house. So I don't know what to do. Is it yellow or is it dark green? Or what color is the blades? The blades are gone. Yeah. There are no blades. There are no blades. It's just the ground uh-huh. and the roots. Did, is it in a is it in a is it is it in a circle or is it a no it's a spreading pattern? It's, it's spreading. It's just uh, going parallel to the sidewalk. Oh, okay, well now mine's going parallel to the sidewalk too because it dries out. I've got I've got the same situation in my lawn. Now this well, is because it's more it, drying out. Wouldn't it be more or less over the entire yard then, or other areas? No, no, no. no. It, it dries. It dries out faster next to the sidewalk. And plus, you mentioned a slope. Yeah. And it's so, uh, do you, do you have, do you have the a, middle of the yard now. Yeah. Do you have? Uh, I don't think it's a disease. Uh, you, you're not describing a disease. Uh, do you have a do you have an automatic sprinkler system or how are you watering? Yeah, I have sprinkler system and then I also hand water. You know, if okay. it does rain for two weeks, I'll put the sprinkler so, uh, system on, and if it looks like it just needs a little lift, then I'll hand water. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> uh. It's hard to definitively tell you what you got. Can you? Uh, when you said it was next to the sidewalk, that that tells me my mine is looking the same way next to the next to the sidewalk, and it does spread backwards uh, out into the yard, like like you're talking about. Right. And it it it, it, it dies. The plant, uh, the uh, grass dies, or at least thins out. And uh, that's because it, it dries out faster next to the sidewalk. Even even if you've got a automatic uh, uh, a system, you know, a, uh, an irrigation system, they put that next to the sidewalk, and it shoots the water out into toward the center of the yard. Right. So it actually dries out under the uh, under the this irrigation system, and, and that's why a lot of people have to put uh, soaker hoses and things like that around the uh, around the edge of the lawn to to soak in. Now, if that's the case. Uh, You'd be better off to get a soaker hose uh, or something like that, a sprinkler hose, and and flip the sprinkler hose upside down and uh, water it very slowly rather than trying to hand water. Most people don't hand water well. And that, and that would be a really good uh, experiment, too, to show you if, if in fact, it, it is water. Yeah. You know, well, even I've though we've had a lot of rain this year, yeah, uh, that kind of sprinkler system set on 25 minutes per station. Yeah, and how how many times do you do it once a week or what? No, maybe uh, once every two weeks or maybe once every okay. third week. It all depends yeah. on the grass, you know. Yeah, 
I can't. I'm, I'm kind of with Jerry. Do it after the yard is mowed. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with Jerry on that. Plus, plus, I like that idea of the soaker hose because that'll show you if you run that every other day on that problem area for a while. That'll show you if the San Augustine responds to that and fills in. That'll show you that it is water. If it doesn't, then then we have to search for some other issue. How how wide is the dead area? Is it? Um, uh, how wide? Considerably. <laughs> okay, I I was thinking if you wanted a quick response to it, uh, uh, I, I'm assuming you have a small yard. No, I have a yard, a large large yard. You you have a large yard. Well, you could get your yard man to uh, lay down some sod in those uh, in those uh, wet dark in those down, uh, places that have, Isn't have it too uh, late thinned down. Isn't it too late to oh, put no. August inside out? No, it's never too late in San Antonio. And oh. you might want to try to use Floratam or uh, uh oh F F J. Uh, select. Yeah, what? I think it's FJ. FJ. There, there's a new grass called uh, FJ Select. F is in flight, and uh, J is in Jerry. So uh, FJ Select. Yes, Milberger has that. Yeah, yes, Milberger has that, and. Uh, Every Friday they sell little pieces of it, so you can. Yeah, you don't have to buy a whole pallet, or you okay. could buy half a pallet. Do you know the cost of that? Uh, Somewhere around a dollar a pallet. About dollar a. Oh. It's best to call in. Just it'd be better because yes. prices change. It varies from grass to grass. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But. Uh, but um. Yeah, I'm going to ask you something else. Oh, give her the number, Mel. All right, the number, ready? Yes. Oh, 497-3760. Okay. Uh, and then once you put that grass down, you put your soaker hose on top of that grass so that it, uh, so that it never dries out. And we have time for one more quick question. We have to go to break. What's that? Uh, do you figure the 25 minutes that I have per station is enough? A weekly is enough in lieu of rain. So, okay, well, and call us thank next week. Much. Tell us what's going on. You betcha. Okay. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Follows for mill burgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth.
Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. The fireworks are about to begin. Trump. Hillary Clinton believes only in government. Clinton. Trump is reinforcing harmful stereotypes. The First 2016 presidential debate is Monday night. Listen for complete debate coverage here on 930 AM The Answer, beginning with Larry Elder at 5 p.m. And join us to watch the debate at the Blue Bonnet Palace on Lookout Road. It's a free event. Find out more at 930amtheanswer.com. I can't believe we sold our house in just two weeks. And saved a bundle in commissions. When the Help You Sell counselor quoted us a set fee, we thought she was kidding. But then she put up the sign, started to advertise, and the call started coming in. The house sold in only 10 days, and we saved thousands. All over America, consumers are discovering Help You Sell, the better way to buy and sell a house. At your local independent Help You Sell office, you don't pay a big commission, you pay a low set fee. You can save thousands of dollars, get your house sold fast, and move on to the house of your dreams. It's the 21st century way to do real estate. Help You Sell is definitely the way to go. I don't think we'll ever go back to the old way of selling a house. Help You Sell, serving San Antonio and the Hill Country. Ask for a free home evaluation when you call Sergio Martinez at 210-693-0305. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. A polygamy case is now being appealed to the United States Supreme Court. It's the so-called Brown case or the Sister Wives case based upon a reality television program about a man with multiple wives in Utah. The Browns' attorney, Jonathan Turley, has argued on the basis of religious liberty, but he has also been making the argument that if same-sex marriage were to become a legal right, as it has, there is no moral or legal argument against polygamy also being legalized. If the United States Supreme Court doesn't take this case, it is almost assuredly because it fears the public reaction of doing so. As recently as last year, the Chief Justice of the United States, John G. Roberts, in his dissent to the Obergefell decision legalizing same-sex marriage, warned that the recognition and legalization of polygamy would naturally follow the logic of that case. We will do well to pay close attention to the Sister Wives case. I'm Albert Moeller. Finally, Trump and Clinton square off face-to-face in the first presidential debate of 2016. Can Trump play nice? Hillary Clinton has been running a hate-filled and negative campaign. And will Clinton have enough stamina to get through the night? I tried to power through it, but even I had to admit that maybe a few days of rest would do me good. There's not telling what will happen, and you can listen to it right here. Trump, Clinton, round one. Monday, coverage begins at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 308-8867 is our number 308-8867 toll free it's 
8867. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Here, here you go. What's that? Nah. Well, well, oh, that, that, that could be dangerous. Uh-oh. What you got? You're on the air. Okay. Um, I purchased some of the Lavaca tomatoes from here at the uh, beginning of the season. Right. Um, and put them in the ground. And also, um, it was Lavaca and Phoenix and some of the other. And there was Aroma. Aroma Surprise. Aroma Surprise. What you recommended. That's what I put in. Oh. Okay. So, um, I'm talking past tense. And, no. it, yes, it was a while ago, but um, but then I also put in some peppers, and I had some uh, leaf curl, upper leaf curl on all of the tomato plants as well as the pepper plants. Okay. So I'm thinking it's something that might have been in the soil, perhaps, or what do you think? How much did you fertilize? Well, or that's, how did you fertilize? Well, that was just it. We we put the the bed in, and we what did we put in there? We put some dirt and we put some um, manure, but we did mix in some uh, fertilizer, but on the bag it was a, a natural fertilizer. I think it was some type of a chicken yeah. poop fertilizer out of yeah, Medina-ish yeah. or whatever. Yeah, well that, that sometimes uh, manures, uh, especially if you put it a little bit on the heavy side, yeah. will cause the leaves to curl, but okay. it, it still produces. Okay, so I don't have to worry about them. They're no. going to still produce. So, so they're still alive. They're still they? alive, but they're all funny And the color looking. is good? Well, we don't have any tomatoes. The, the tomatoes produced on the um, the Roma uh-huh. tomatoes produced. Lavaca doesn't have anything on it yet. Mm, right. Um, it, and it's just starting to get a little bit of flowers. Um, and uh, the I believe we have a beef a beef steak in there. That oh Lord! It was doing Too well. Big. The beef steak it, it has one big beautiful tomato on it. It's the, only, <laughs> it's the only one we have right now. <laughs> So um, anyway, but you think it was the fertilizer? You yeah, probably so. I don't think so. Okay. Now the leaves are just. Growth. Top growth. Yeah, the the bottom growth seemed to be fine, and then the top growth was yeah. curly. How tall are the plants? Right now they're about this tall. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, they're pretty good sized plants. Okay. But the peppers were also. Too, so I thought yeah, it might yeah, be yeah. It's fertilizer. How about what do you got for uh, white flies? Good idea for white flies. They wiped out my cucumber plants. Yeah, yeah, they're bad on cucumbers. <laughs> Best thing to do that is garbage. Yeah, uh, just throw know, them all in the garbage? Yeah, yeah, okay. There's, there's really nothing you can control white flies with. Okay. Sounds good. They didn't. They hadn't gotten on the tomatoes. No, yet. they just attacked. I have. I have a okra that's about. I have okra that's about this tall uh-huh. and still producing from summer. Good. So, um, and we had aphids on there, but got rid of those. But the white flies on the cucumbers just wiped them out. But they didn't attack the tomatoes. Good. So, good. all right. Uh, you you could use a spinosad or a product with spinosad. Mm-hmm. To spray spray the plants that are not yet infected. Okay, spinosad. Yeah, S P I N O S A D. Is it here at Millburgers? Yes, yeah. ma'am. And awesome. It, it's it's it, the name on the bottle is not spinosad, right? But it says contains. Spinosad. Yeah, spinosad is yeah. the active ingredient. Well, it depends. There's about seven different <laughs> brands of. Uh, uh, insecticide that ha- includes spinosad. Uh-huh. So quite often it'll be any of those I'd mention. Uh, a lot of them that mention fruits or vegetables will have spinosad in it. All right. Yeah. Um, should should they fertilize 
with winterizer now or something too, or not? Are they going to? You be mean the the plant? Are the plants in the ground or yeah. in containers? Well, the plants are in the ground. Okay, good. Yeah, plants are in the ground. Her, her tomatoes sound like they're growing well. You you planted them in uh, August. When, you, when when Calvin said to plant them. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's your problem right there. No, I, I, I think it was July. It was actually July 15th. That's right. We that's put them right. in the ground. That's, that's when I, that's when I planted mine too. But I have a little bit more fruit than you're describing. That's why I'm a little worry and it's full sun right yeah full sun but now the the roma's got a bunch of little ones on it and okay. the beefsteak has two pretty good size uh-huh. uh, and they're the lighter green how about, how about the phoenix is that set anything phoenix didn't do anything and, and the lavaca didn't do anything lavaca isn't well my lavaca's got set set fruit small okay, fruit set small fruit surefire do you got surefire in there uh, surefire's no, got fruit uh, BHN 968 cherry tomato? We did put one of those, but it died. It completely okay. had to take it out. Okay. I just I was just wondering if... Uh, I guess it's got good size and everything, and then, and then and, uh, and I guess you'll have a long-term kind of an impact from that uh, organic fertilizer. The organic fertilizer. So yeah. not, don't put organic fertilizer in the planting bed. Well, yeah, you can put some in there, but uh, you want to make sure not too hot. Not too hot, yeah. Okay, all right. Listen to this guy. He's a dad with chicken when you're before or something. Well, he's he's from you know he's from Lacoste. Oh, okay. He's a little Lacoste from nowhere at that. That's uh, <laughs> Okay, well, you sound like you're doing okay. Uh, and this thank you so much. this cool weather now should, uh, should set hopefully up. everything should start setting fruit. Well, appreciate you guys. Okay, right, thank good you. Luck. Thanks. Thank you. Keep us informed. Quit, you did great. Quit reading Calvin's articles. They're gonna mess you up. They're gonna mess you up. I just knew you. You, you both look so intelligent. You know. Oh man. Oh, there you go. The Crawford lettuce inside. By the cashier. Yeah. Or in my briefcase. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Since you read his article, you yeah. gotta get you. Yeah. There you go. All right. 308. All you have to do is get Crawford letters from Calvin. Is read yeah, his come article. up here and say you've read his article <laughs> while supplies last. Do you think we'll have more people than he's got supplies? <laughs> All right, that was. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 308 8867. 308 8867. Toll free 866 308 8867. More of Bill Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Verde Road. 
Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. New York Times bestselling author Edward Klein has done it again. My new book, Guilty as Sin, uncovers the real story behind Hillary Clinton's email scandals and how she's stayed one step ahead of the law, at least for now. With a real story on what the FBI found on Clinton's email server and what tricks Bill and Hillary have up their sleeve next, read Guilty as Sin. Guilty as Sin by Edward Klein. Available October 4th at Amazon and bookstores everywhere. Peace through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm. And Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation. Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions unless they give someone that authority even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think, I don't have much, I don't own land and property, Uh, my will can wait. Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive and folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number? Phone number here in San Antonio is 210-308-308. 0800. For Weisinger Law Firm, WeisingerLawFirm.com. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15315C. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. James is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, James, thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? Yeah, uh, I wanted to tell the professors uh, what happened on this uh, cover crop plant, and uh, we were uh, planting the Elbon rye. Right. And, yeah, the... The tractor tiller kills about a four-foot bed, so you can take that drop spreader, you know, the kind that you push around the lawn, right? and, uh, and load it up with some uh, triple 15 or whatever you got, and go up and down uh, the beds, and then load that same drop spreader with the Elbon rye seed, 
you got to kind of figure out the setting and then go up and down the row to get that on there and then just run the tiller and it makes cover crop planting real easy. Good. Now you've already planted your oven run? Yeah, I'm just waiting on that lion weatherman. He said we're supposed to get some rain, but I don't see any out here. In well, we got, we got a good uh, soaking while ago here yeah. at Millburger, but it's it's quit now, but uh, I, th- I think it's coming. So did yeah, you till? You didn't till. What? You didn't till after you put the yellowbound rye on, did you? That's what I'm talking about. That's what the professionals do. You set that tiller real shallow, oh, and okay. you get your beds tilled up. You put the fertilizer and the seed right on top of the ground, and just run run through there with the tiller, and it does a fantastic job of getting it buried, man. Because you can go up to two inches with that. Uh, that Elbon Rye, you know. Well, you don't. I don't. I don't remember you ever need, needing to bury it. You just no. toss it on the ground, and you get about a hundred percent germination. Well, you're probably thinking about a uh, an Oregon Rye, and uh, no. like a yeah, I don't. Elbon no, Rye is as big as a I don't use that. Yeah, the Elbon Rye that we use for our for our gardens is it's not not tough to get that to germinate. But I, I guess. But I, I, just, got the, I just hope you. I hope that didn't result in less germination than you would get if you just left it on top. I've got too many doves out here to leave it on top of the ground, and you got to incorporate the fertilizer. Johnny Seed sent me some information on that, and that's the way all them uh, market gardeners out on the East Coast are doing it. They're but they're okay. doing like you know, five acres or whatever, and then they're running the tiller. Um, it does a really slick job, man. Okay, good. Um, Thanks, James. Hey, I heard you guys talking about ear corn earlier. You want to buy a uh, one-row uh, corn picker cheap? <laughs> you mean you've got one? I know a guy that's got one. and probably the last one in the world. A that's one the only row way you're going to get that ear corn, man, is get that a one-row picker. And, and you got to kind of plant straight rows if you're going to use that. Yeah. I was trying to remember, what did, what did they do? I, I guess they dried it out on the cobs, and then they took the corn off for feed. Uh, uh, it, it picks the whole ear. It's a, it's a one-row corn picker. It goes through, and it picks the ears and... and uh, but you know it corn does. cribs. That's what they used to load the corn cribs with. Right. Yeah. And I yeah, was just trying to figure out what what what, ha- what they used it for. And I guess I guess that was a convenient way to store dry it. Absolutely. Yeah. Rather than but, okay. Well, yeah. You, them old timers. Them old timers used the corn and the cob. They ground it up for you know in the hammer mill. So they. Right. Anyway. That's and we had, had a shell. We had we had a hand. They had a hand sheller too. Yeah, uh, we had we had one in our corn crib, and the way you'd stick the whole whole uh, corn cob in there, and it would it shell the grain off. Now, so where yeah, does it? One. Do they let it dry now on the stalks in the field? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then they do when they harvest it, takes the cobs it's, off. Yeah, them. it's dry. Yeah. Oh, uh, one other thing, you guys. If I had a hard time finding Elbon Rye, I guess nobody does cover crops anymore. But BWI has got it. That's uh, I had to okay. get my guy to go to 
BWI. So okay. that's all I know about that. Thanks, James. You did good. Okay. Good luck Bye. on the Bye, good James. luck on the rain. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. What's new on the your hummingbirds, Milton? I didn't see any yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah, are you getting lots of them? Yeah, they're, they're Maybe you need everywhere. to change out the water. I'm I'm getting lots of uh, re- responses, too, that folks are seeing them. Mm. I wonder if our, uh, was it a, we had somebody, Bernie, that had... No, what the monarchs? That was just the, the yeah. guy from Bernie was wondering when the monarchs were getting there. But uh, yeah, the hummingbirds, uh, ruby throats are everywhere. I haven't seen any rufous. If anybody's seen rufous hummingbirds, uh, let us know because we uh, we promised everybody that we'd kind of keep a running uh, dialogue on on the hummingbirds in town, uh, and we're seeing kind of a I've seen mostly single sex groups you know so you get the uh, females uh, six or eight of, and you're yeah. thinking they're ruby throats and then and then the, of course the males you can tell really easy when there's a bunch of males ruby throat males but so far no uh, the roof of hummingbirds they when they show up they, they often show up with just single or two two birds so uh, they but you you notice them right away they're small and then they're aggressive Mm-hmm. And they're you know they're charging after every everybody and they <laughs> they get the best spot uh, for the fire bush in my they're area. They're raising the roofers. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and my and my patio the fire bush is the top, the top target. Uh, but then the other thing we talked about yesterday and had a lot of interest where the the monarchs have started to move in. Not any large numbers, but individuals, and then we're getting reports. Lots of queen butterflies. If you got, you got milkweed and you got mist flowers, you got probably got queens, and then we also uh, Bart, uh, who's got passion vine. He he reported that he has golf a lot of golf fritillaries. So, uh, and those sulfur butterflies are everywhere, and uh, hackberry snouts. So this is quite a year for butterflies. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry's favorite, the, uh, the one, the, the bird poop butterfly. Uh, yeah, on the citrus, the yeah. swallowtail. Yeah, the uh, giant, giant swallowtail. Giant yeah. swallowtail. Gosh, they're pretty, though. They're amazing. Not so, the larvae, but the butterfly. Yeah, the butterfly. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The larvae larva is interesting. Yeah. yeah, not, yeah. No, I don't think pretty. I think I think there's been more of that more reports of that this year than ever before. I guess that's because there's so much citrus growing out there. Now. Yeah, I think you're right. And if you've got backyard citrus, you'll they'll show up. Yeah. And but they they usually don't defoliate a plant. Now, or they, they, I, I was I was noticing that uh, like I had yesterday, there were. A pair in, in in my yard and going from citrus to citrus, and I haven't found a caterpillar this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's been a few, but they they yeah they're not not large numbers. And they do, like I said, they don't do significant damage. Uh-huh. So, oh, but because of, because of the pretty uh, the butterfly, I think it's just worth leaving a leaving the larva alone. Yeah, so they go ahead and pupate. And well, and I think that's what a lot of people do if they have 
three or four, or they at least leave one, one or two of the larvae on them. Yeah. Calvin Cal was talking about in his digging now column yesterday, or digging now, it, it, tip, I guess, that uh, uh, use transplants of broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, Swiss chard, and kale. Plant carrots, lettuce, beets, turnips, and some other plant, I don't know, I understand about it. Uh, three syllables, four syllables, uh, <laughs> rutabagas. By seed. Do that. Do those by seed. Oh, that reminds me. I have and to get some more rutabagas. On the rutabagas, a lot of people don't know, you want to plant those at least an inch and a half, two inches yeah. deep. <laughs> there, uh, there's a, deeper there, the better? Is that, is, that an, better. <laughs> is that an aggy planting style? <laughs> <laughs> Very deep, you know, trench it like a potato. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'll write up a write uh, up on rutabagas, planting yeah. rutabagas, and, and use a, the potato planting technique. But anyway, um, wait on spinach until it's cooler. Um, and I, I noticed uh, Trace has ordered some for next week, and I noticed there's some spinach out here, uh, Ashley. Now, I've got to check on that to see if that indeed is not coho with an Ashley tag. So I'll do that, I'll do that this next week. So uh, uh, I know, as, my, as my many seedlings that I've seen, there's going to be a time uh, coming up within the next week or two where all the spinach is going to be coho. Because they they they've got such good germination on the on uh, Passmore uh, Jim Passmore seed. Now Jim, if you're listening, Calvin and I have had a kind of a mental breakdown, and we can't remember. No, it's a, a consistent <laughs> our consistent mental performance, which is we, not very high. <laughs> we can't remember if you brought a seed this year. Uh, we're using last year's seed now, and it's still germinating real good. But uh, for our peace of mind, if you didn't bring a seed this year, it would be good to get in contact with us and tell us, no, you people are not losing your mind. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308 8867 308-88-67. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and this is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 
8867. That's the number to call to be a part of the show. Give you some more advice. Go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn more about all the stuff that's happening here at the nursery, whether it's a children's workshop like we had uh, with the uh, snakes yesterday that turned out really well, or maybe you want to know more about the uh, Halloween activities. We've got that for you. Go to MillbergerNursery.com. And, by the way, on MillbergerNursery.com, you'll find information about events uh, that the nursery um, that the nursery's not You'll find out information about events the nursery is doing, but you'll also find out information about other gardening activities in the city. So um, go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn more, and you'll learn more about what's on sale, too, each week at Millburgers, and you can sign up for the newsletter at MillbergerNursery.com as well. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, don't forget our plant of the weekend, Miscagnia, or butterfly vine, um, uh, and uh, it was recommended by the guys, but also yellow little yellow flowers, a nice finding plant, and the, um, the seed pods. I look like butterflies, and it seems to be a really good uh, plant for this area. So uh, you can look it up online. There's lots of information at plantanswers.com on Skagnia or Butterfly and Vine. And you can uh, also uh, call the nursery and find out more. But if you want one, we've got them in the three-gallon container, and they are... Um, uh, $24.99, and if you don't want to come today because you got some other plans but you're listening to the show, this is a great thing that Millburgers does. You can just call in at 497-3760. I'll give you that number again, 497-3760. That's the number to call, and they'll put aside a plan for you, and uh, then you just come up during the week, and you uh, pick that plant up, and uh, it all works out. So if you hear about one of our plants of the weekend, and actually I'll give you a little secret. That happens for all the stuff here at Millburger. So if you uh, are thinking, you know, hey, do you guys have this? Or maybe it's one of the fruit trees that are on sale and you want to find out about it, call them up at 497-3760. Find out what they've got and tell them to put it aside for you, and they'll get all the information and do that. So uh, that number is 497-3760, 497-3760. Our number, 308-8867, 308-8867. Kevin gone after rutabaker seed. I, yeah. got, I got him excited. Well, he may not be back for a while because I imagine there's a line uh, yeah. to, to get the rutabaga seeds uh-huh. after he talks so nicely about them. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. I've got. I'll, I'll wait till Cameron gets back to tell you the oh. little bit of news that that uh, that Dennis sent me. But uh, a lot of people are worried. Uh, we overlook when we say direct use plant them from seed, and a lot of people to put them too deep and and things like that. I get. I've got a direct seeding information on how to direct seed in the fall garden on plantanswers.com. It's in the topics of the month, and it's called uh, direct seeding, direct seeding into the garden soil or late summer and fall plant. And uh, that has pictures and uh, descriptions and everything else on how to plant seed in the fall. A lot of times we overlook, we assume 
And you know what happens when you're assuming. Yes, you plant, told us. Thank you. That people know how to, <laughs> how to plant things from seed. That's why the transplant is so popular. Yeah. Uh, you know, we everybody used to recommend uh, planting spinach from seed. We had that one gentleman who called, and yeah. he will not do anything else but. Yeah. But uh, most most people, uh, like I said, plant it too early. I'm talking about spinach. Plant it too early or, or uh, uh, plant it too deep. And so this this is a, a write-up that kind of gives you a few hints on, on how, to, how to plant. Uh, Do you use the Coke bottle method with uh, spinach seed or how far? I didn't on this write-up, but uh, that spinach would, seed will is, that'll work with spinach seed. Do you, do you it, want to explain? Remember, it's on the on the on the winter winter crops, carrots, uh, things like that. It's best to plant them too shallow than it is to oh. plant them too deep. Okay. So you're put them on top. Uh, prepare the bed, moisten the bed, make sure it's got moisture in it, and then uh, plant sow them right on top of the ground. And uh, and then use your Coke bottle or something to just press them, press them a little bit in, into the soil, so you got good seed soil contact. And uh, and don't water, don't water them in after you there if you got soil moisture. Oh, that's good to know. So uh, because what that does is uh, cause the soil to crust, crust oh, over shoot. like a hard layer and they, they won't come up as well they won't germinate as well so you want your moisture in the soil before you plant all right same way with blue bonnets and everything else uh, uh we're getting ready to plant uh ladybird uh, ladybird johnson uh royal blue and uh we're working with verstratens on the on the uh royal blue this year and uh they, they we let them throw up the beds or you know make beds to plant on, and then uh, let it rain, which mm-hmm. is getting ready to do we hope, uh, and then uh, let it dry out for three or four days, and then go in and plant on a on a moist bed. Oh, okay. And you can plant blue bonnet seed too deep too. So we we've got a cedar that uh, the uh, walk behind cedar, and. Uh, when you when it when it's through planting, if it's planted right, you'll see a few seed on top of the uh, top of the bed. You can mm. actually see the seed there. It's that shallow. Yeah, it's not very deep. So it's very very shallow. Huh. And I would say I would say ninety nine percent of the seed that doesn't come up is planted too deep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we've got that. We've got the free lettuce seed here, mm-hmm. Crawford lettuce seed. Good supply of that. I haven't. Uh, don't don't be calling in. I haven't mailed out the Crawford lettuce seed that I promised last week. But I, I do have your name and address. Uh, Milton got that to me, so I'll get that in the mail here pretty soon. Um, so uh, that's that's just, an achievement in and of itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's some planting too. So uh, uh, be careful when you're direct seeding. Uh, and uh, that planting too deep is only only right only uh, applicable to uh, uh, to carrots and lettuce. Now lettuce has to be on top of the soil. 
if no. it's if it's covered at all. I mean, I just put a little compost on that. No, <laughs> it's got to see the sun. It's got to see the red light rays. Oh, okay. For the. Uh oh! Did you find it, Calvin? I'm surprised they're not all so loud. Yeah, after your article, that you would imagine people turn up greens and rutabagas. Hey, yay! Yeah. How many? How many Healthy packages? Sugar pea. How many packages were left of the rutabaga? I just got one rutabaga package. That's, was that? I know. Are but there, there any were, left there for other people that want to come in? Oh yeah, there's some left there. Okay. Yeah, I bet you there's some left. <laughs> I've got extremely good news. Uh, Dennis sent me a a, a write-up that. Uh, they have developed, the seed companies have developed a new strain of miniature rhubarb. Hmm. Which is designed for people living in flats and apartments, and it has been invented. The new variety grows no more than 12 inches high compared to regular rhubarb plants, which can sprout uh, to up to 5 feet tall. So it's 75% smaller than the regular variety, meaning it can be grown on balconies and windowsills by city dwellers who are who's lost their mind over rhubarb. So uh, that's, does that, that's does hot, it have hot, any off, more, hot off the presses there. Does, speaking of hot off the presses, does it have any more heat tolerance than regular? No, I, I imagine it's the same thing. The variety is called... Lily, Lily, Lily Barber, really, L I L I, B A R B E R. Is it one word or two? Lily Barber, one word. No. Okay. Huh. Uh, a variety of rhubarb, seventy-five percent smaller than regular plants. So all the you people are wanting to, and, and, and the neat thing about the small plant, it produces all the rhubarb that you ever want. <laughs> I don't think that's possible, rhubarb. Uh. <laughs> if you're into strawberry rhubarb pie and uh, rhubarb sauce on ice cream, ooh, that's good. That's Speaking good. of uh, Crawford lettuce. We got a, a. I don't a, think we were, were we, Mel? Yeah, boy, you got. Yeah, before uh, we were talking all about it. The uh, big topic. Yeah, but several calls. <laughs> yeah. The uh, we got a call from our Crawford lettuce seed packages packager up. Now, uh, Jack Hoover just been a hero of packaging all this Crawford lettuce seed up, and uh, people say, well, you know, it's no big deal. Well. Yeah. If if we didn't have it in packages, we couldn't have it in the nursery because it's not available in, in uh, com- from. You a couldn't do it. You couldn't do it like Steve Brown does and have a big uh, supermarket sack with big uh. <laughs> seed heads in it. Yeah. But uh, that that that's a deal that came from San Antonio, Crawford Lettuce Seed, and um, we got people save us a seed, and then I take it up to Wild Seed Farms and run it through a seed separator and got to get the seed out and then uh, Jack Hoover packages up but anyway uh, Milton and I were talking or you and I were talking I'm going to have to get Jack before he puts the seed in his package to get one of these stampers to say 
plant on top of the soil or or it's, it's, do not it's, bury do not yeah do not bury maybe that'd be good or do not cover no do not cover yeah do not cover would be better i guess but anyway just stamp the package before puts the seed in there anyway he had a question uh he said will snake repellent such as snake stopper containing oils of cinnamon, cedar, and clove, which supposedly repel snakes, also repel frogs? Well, we had... That's a weird question. Yeah, yeah. did you want the and, frogs? Or? And I saw Molly's... Molly Keck responded, I believe, yeah, today. Yeah, she didn't know. And Molly said... Yeah, I don't think it doesn't even repel snakes, yeah. let alone uh, frogs. <laughs> oh, okay. But they really smell good. When yeah. <laughs> we have a recurrent problem with snakes around our water garden. A hole works when I can get to them, but they are better. They are better, better at getting our leopard frogs and fish than I am separating the ribbon and occasional garter snakes from their heads. And so we he sent that to several people, and uh, nobody could come up with an answer. Well, everybody it came. It takes somebody from East Texas to come up with an answer. Well, everybody and, came up with an answer. And we it, don't know. Uh, <laughs> and Greg Grant was down last week talking at a seminar on a Texas superstar, and I read this question to him, and he said. He doesn't have any trouble with with snakes because his Jack Russell Terriers kill all the snakes, huh. mm. and they will not eat a frog. The this, the, uh, the Jack Russell Terriers. The terriers won't. The terriers won't eat a huh. frog, but they'll they'll eat a, they'll eat the snakes. So uh-huh. Jack, all you got to do is get your uh, Jack Russell Terrier, put him in the well, backyard, and get rid of the snake. Yeah, make sure you get a. Uh, Jack Russell, because Westies will will take snake, will do frogs and toads and, and snakes. So. Oh, they'll eat those too. Huh? Well, I, I don't know if eating is the right. They, they uh, kill them. Kill them. Yeah. Play with them and kill them. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We're going to take a quick break, and while we do, you give us a call at three zero eight. 88, did we tell everybody there's rutabaga seed here? Yes, we did. Oh, I think okay, uh, we can yeah. tell them again, though. And I've already told them how to plant it. Yeah. If you want your rutabaga seed, you call in and reserve it at 497-3760. <laughs> All right, back in a moment on Milberger's Garden. <laughs> <off the hook. laughs> back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? 
knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the Hill Country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell, San Antonio Hill Country, at 210-693-0305. Delightful Decors is your source for blinds, shades, shutters, carpet, and countertops. Call us today and let's get started. For blinds, and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with Delightful Decors. Call Animal City Chocolate Factory presents Customer Appreciation and Corporate Savings Week. A great opportunity to save on client gifts and impress the boss. Receive 20% off retail on your purchase. Pre-order for Halloween, Thanksgiving chocolates, Christmas gifts, and client gifts. Some restrictions apply. Call 490-5333 for more information. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. Fireworks are about to begin. Trump. Hillary Clinton believes only in government. Clinton. Trump is reinforcing harmful stereotypes. The first 2016 presidential debate is Monday night. Listen for complete debate coverage here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, beginning with Larry Elder at 5 p.m. And join us to watch the debate at the Blue Bonnet Palace on Lookout Road. It's a free event. Find out more at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And Trace is back up here with us. What's going on, Trace? Well, I just wanted to remind everybody about the plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. <laughs> so it's uh, Miscagnia, and for normal terms, that's butterfly vine. Butterfly vine. And it comes out with these uh, yellow five-petaled flowers, real pretty in a little cluster, mm-hmm. and then that cluster turns into this massive seed pod, 
that dries just in the shape of a real butterfly. Yeah, but that don't, I think massive is too. That'll scare people off. It's a it's a butterfly size. Yeah, it's the size seed of a pod. butterfly. Yeah. But how does it get from that little tiny bloom to that huge seed pod? I don't know. But it but I, it's not an overwhelming seed pod, though. It's attractive kind of. Yeah. Well, it's very attractive. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I've seen some of the, the ladies actually take the time to paint them. Yeah. And shellac them, pin them to the wall. It looks just like a real butterfly. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe, but I, I think some people think the seed pods are at least as attractive as those yellow blooms. And then, uh, Jerry, you have had, uh, based on some of the tests around Hollywood Park and such, most of the places deer do Right. It. It's not a favorite of yeah. deer. I think in that's, some neighborhoods. That's your terminology. In some yeah. neighborhood. But uh, that's that was one of, you know, we, Jerry and I, for a long time, as I said, the, probably the two best general landscape vines, cross vine and butterfly vine, and the advantage that butterfly, well, several advantages butterfly vine has is that uh, deer don't don't go after where they'll, they'll make a trip after the crossvine. Oh, yeah. They love crossvine. They like crossvine. The other thing is that uh, butterfly vine blooms stronger almost all summer. Yeah. Crossvine really is spectacular in the spring. It's just got a few blooms the rest of the year. But both of them cover well and don't take over the neighborhood. And fast. Yeah. They're pretty fast. And they're good good drought-tolerant plants. And they've been tested over time because that's an old-fashioned plant. So now, y'all, y'all have had the you've had those all year, Trace. Not these. <laughs> not those individuals. <laughs> well, I gave you two options. One was stayed with the more odd things, and uh, the, uh, this, this, is, this is the this one is, you picked. This is better. Yeah, don't complain. Yeah, don't complain. You could go back to. Uh, but so, I, I was so thinking I told I had, him the other one's going to be next week. <laughs> I was uh, thinking I had a, a mental breakdown or something because you know I walked mm-hmm. by them since it's a spring, early spring, and they're blooming. They've been blooming ever since early spring. So uh, they're great plant, but these these are smaller, smaller size plants. But very full. But very full, full and, and small. Uh, only twenty four ninety nine, and you can own one too. Yep, you can come by and get it, or call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760, to uh, just put, put one aside for you, then you come by in the next couple days and pick her up. And uh, you can do that with your rutabaga seeds, too. Yeah. So that you make sure that we got them on hand when you come by. And they're they're <laughs> they're dollar sixty nine. Yeah, tell us if we get any rutabaga. Uh, I'm sure somebody will. Somebody's uh, gonna call in. Hey, put aside a rutabaga seed back for me. And they can get their ask for uh, Crawford lettuce. Yeah, yeah we same do have a Crawford lettuce seed available, and it's uh, one package free per household. That's all you need. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Calvin will autograph your rutabaga seeds. Yeah, yeah. We've, had, we've had that happen before yeah. too. Jack Hoover has tested the germination of this. Uh, lettuce seed. So, you're right. One package, uh, even though we put, uh, or Jack puts a quite a bit of, uh, he puts a large amount of, of lettuce seed, which is small, uh, in each package to make sure. I think I think he had a germination rate of uh, maybe 50, 50, 60 percent, which is good on lettuce. But uh, it's, we've got it's definitely we've, enough seed to feed the block oh yeah 
and, and and like I say, you since you're planting it on top of the ground, there's no problem. Uh, I mean, it, it's easy to plant, get into your garden. It's a tra- attractive too if you want a, a container. Grow it in a container. A leaf yeah. lettuce well, does really well. In I containers. tried that this week. I actually have some some kale mixes in 10-inch pots. Uh-huh, cool. So you get a couple, two or three varieties of kale that's growing the, in, in that's, one. It's probably the best pot. place for kale is, is in a decorative pot. And another thing we don't... No, it's, 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 it's okay as long as you mix it w- with a lot of Swiss chard. To get them. Yeah. Another thing we overlook a lot of times is it won't freeze. That's right. Uh, you got to remember the, the origin of this uh, Crawford lettuce seed. It came from Oklahoma. And so, uh, if you're doing during the there, depression, during the depression, <laughs> hey, John's on the line at 308-8867, and he's got a butterfly question, butterfly vine question. So I'm gonna uh, hand that over to uh, put the, give the uh, headphones to the parties. Ah, John, hey, your phone connection's killing us here. Hold on. Go ahead, John. What is it? Yeah, John. Is a joke? No, I don't think so. I think, John, we're not we're not getting you. Okay, John, it's not happening. All right, so uh, we'll put you on hold and see if we can't pick you up in a couple minutes and see if it gets any better because uh, it was just static on our end. All right, or, or, or the yeah, they're suggesting back at the studio, call back and make another connection. All right, 308-8867, John, 308-8867. We got a question in. Um, uh, that we get in often. And what is the best way to a thicker and greener lawn, a Bermuda lawn, under a tree? <laughs> I don't think we've ever had that question. Huh? That's exactly what Forrest said. What? Cut the tree down? Yeah. Forrest said facetiously, you could cut down the tree. But I doubt you're interested in that. Bermuda needs to be in full sun. You'll never be able to get it thick and green as long as it's in the shade of a tree. Any extra extra light that you get down, uh, get onto the grass by lifting or thinning the canopy of the tree would help, but probably would not satisfy you. You can consider replacing the grass with some shade-loving ground cover or some kind of type of hardscape. All right. 308-8867. We're going to go back and try John again at 308-8867. All right, John, let's see if you're any better this time. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Doing good. Enjoying the run. Oh, my goodness. John, you don't know how much better that is. Here, I'm going to give my I'm headphones better. to Trey so he can be a part of this. All right. Okay, okay. go ahead, John. Hey, uh... I was listening for about five minutes to the day them hits and, and them on the uh, butterfly vine and something else, but uh, but y'all didn't mention the name of the other one throughout the discussion, so I don't know what that other plant is. What was it? Cross vine, I think, is cross vine. the other one we were talking cross, about. Cross yeah. vine. All right. Very good. Very good. Got it. But I couldn't. I didn't think I could find any they or thems over there for sale. Uh, we got we have both of them. I know it. All right. Well, thank you. Enjoy the rain. Okay. Thank you for calling. I got a question in. It says, "Are there any variety of grapefruit tree that does well in North San Antonio?" 
Bloom Sweet. Bloom Sweet. Bloom Sweet. I never can remember the name. Bloom Sweet uh, Grapefruit. It's uh, it's a white grapefruit. Yeah. Very tasty. And, yeah. Not, it's seedy. It's, it's seedy. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, the, the neat, well, one of the best characteristics is that it's uh, uh, cold tolerant. It's in that same league. Uh, yeah. As the uh, Satsumas, and I've then, never I've never covered mine. Then avocado, you want to know about avocado? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, we we sell we sell uh, uh, supposedly hardy avocados here, but uh, and then uh, that's the best you can. An avocado series here. Now, you know, we try we try to put out the best information we can on this show and and in the newspaper and whatever. But yet, there's some people now that are are. Let's see. What are, is this going to be something profound? You know what yeah, it's going to be. I don't, 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 don't want to say they're stupid. No, but no, they're stupid. Uh-oh. Uh and, and Cliff, Cliff Bingham sent me some something on uh, stressing tomato plants to force fruiting. Oh, so there's several several people that have gone on uh, on Facebook or whatever and uh, have done videos. You know, anybody can do a video. They don't have to be be smart to do it. And they're talking about cutting the leaves and have the leaves of tomato leaves and have to make them have more fruit. And All that does is it make the plant suffer. In the green uh, in the greenhouse. Yeah, and all that does is make the plant suffer because the plant needs the leaf to provide nutrients uh, uh, to the to the fruit. The ba- best way you can have. Uh, they they say that stressing tomato plants to force fruity, and you, and you know that's one of your. Uh, we've talked in the past. We talked a lot about these drawing conclusions and just continuing yeah. to draw. You know, like with with wisteria, uh, peach trees. Even sometimes we girdle girdle peach trees to get them to mm-hmm. to uh, to bloom. But that that doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, Tomato plants. That's that's yeah. yeah. Steve's on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Steve. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. This is Drip Steve. Hey, Drip Steve. I wanted to ask uh, Gary and Calvin, when's the best time to plant snow peas? The cabin bought some today, so it must be time now. Yeah, I think I think uh, any time this next month, or even November, sometimes I've planted them. But uh, but uh, okay, if it's if it's cooling off now, I think they'll do yeah. fine. Okay, that sounds good. I had a good crop last year, but I couldn't remember why I planted them. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, yeah. Once they once they they take off. I just plant mine, Steve, on the uh, tomato cages. So there is some yeah. advantage of waiting a little bit. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you, you get them growing all over the t- top of your tomatoes. Uh, well, 
Well, the, the tomatoes are about five foot tall now, and I, and on the valley cat, I've got one that's tennis ball size and a lot of little ones. And uh, 968, I've probably got 100 green ones on there. So, <laughs> Have you harvested uh, anything yet? Uh, cucumbers. I planted two plants of cucumbers, and we've got probably a couple dozen cucumbers off of it. And, and then only one, only one zucchini survived the, the boars, and uh, we, we probably got uh, half a dozen off of it. Uh-huh. Did did you plant Lavaca? Yeah, uh, it's got a lot of green ones on it. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, mine mine does too. We had a gardener come in today that uh, said that she she hadn't seen any yet on her Lavaca. Oh, yeah. They're kind of of oblong, like a real tiny football. And uh, the... They're about the size of a large marble. That's all the bigger one. Oh, that's how big they are. So far. But are they going to just be, they're they're just a cherry golf ball. Golf ball size, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, Uh, Steve. Shouldn't be long. Yeah. Okay, thanks for the info. I'll I'll get there this week and get, get some planning. Thanks. You bet. Okay. You take care. Ginger's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Ginger. You got a question about blue bonnets? Hi, Milton. Hi, Calvin. Hi, Jerry. Hi. Hello. Yes. Um, I've got a, I live out here in the sand hills, and I have a mess of blue bonnet seeds that I've, I've taken out of the pods. They've been dried. And uh, how can, what's the best way for me to plant those, Jerry? Well, they dried, and then you took them out of the pod? You didn't take them out yeah. before the pod dried, did you? No, I saved the pod and let the, let them dry in the pod. Good girl, good girl. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and plant those now. Uh, you, you, uh, did you, you, develop, you got some blue bonnet seed from uh, out there where you live, right? Right, uh-huh. And they're they're the blue bonnet plant that has the blue all the way to the top, right? Rather yeah, than uh-huh. the little rabbit, yeah. So you've got the right seed for your sandy ground up there. Uh, I would just uh, take a take an area, plant plant them in a in a section of ground out there, and uh, take an area and plant them just like you would a bean. To handle them just like you would a bean seed. Plant, drop them about, uh, you know, like you were planting beans in the garden, mm-hmm. and uh, plant them about, uh, drop the seed about uh, two inches apart, and uh, mm-hmm. you should you should get uh, forty or fifty percent germination off fresh seed. Wow! But, uh, and but, but, how but, deep uh, do they go, Jerry? Uh, very shallow. Very shallow. A lot of, a lot of people just okay. put them on top of the ground. And rake them in, yeah. Rake them mm, in a little bit. Okay. Into a okay. moist bed. If, if you, well, after the rains, uh, you could, you could just go out there and take a, take a rake or, or and, uh, and just, uh, remove all the grass stubble and everything. And, uh, you're not, you're not going to plant them in the shade or anything anywhere. 
No, I don't have any shade hardly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got grass burrs, don't you? Oh God, yes. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were truly in Wilson County or wherever you are. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but anyway, just rake them right into the top layer of the sand, no no more than a quarter of an inch to an eighth of an inch deep. I was telling mm-hmm. Kevin a while ago when we've got a push behind planter that we that we 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 make the beds just like we were going to plant a bean crop. And uh, right on top of the bed, we push push this planter over there, and of course it makes a makes a a uh, row where the seed where the seeds dropping down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 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 typically you can when when you're through planting, uh, you can see some of the seed in the row that you planted. Which is not okay. all, which is not bad. No, yeah, which is not bad. Yeah, if you can't see any of it, then you get nervous. But uh, oh, that, that's, okay. that should work for you, especially with fresh seed like that. All right. All right, wow. good luck to you. Thanks a million, Jerry. Have a great one. All right, thank you for calling in. Thanks, Ginger. Well, you take so. care. Bye-bye. Bye, Ginger. All right, there we go. That'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, where Evelyn is on the line. Evelyn, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. Just waiting for the rain. Uh-oh. Are you getting it? No, I'm not. It's probably raining in Universal City all around and missed us yesterday and also today so far. Uh-oh. It's going to be there tonight or tomorrow. Oh, uh, hopefully not too too much again, though. My garden no. needs it. Yeah, mine. Well, mine you know it's thing. absolutely going to rain, Evelyn, because Milton and his uh, Sinisa have declared that it's going to rain. Okay. <laughs> yep. So you'll get some. All right. Did, I'm waiting for do you have it. Any Sinisa, do you have any Sinisa blooming near you? Uh, No, not that I've noticed. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, when do you uh, start withholding the water from the amaryllis so they bloom? Don't you withhold water from them? Yeah, uh, you start about now, about yeah. uh, September. Okay. Do and you withhold water completely or just a little bit? Completely. Are they, are they in pots? Yes, they are. Okay, all you do is uh, turn the pot over. You know, and don't water. Turn the pot over. So they do. I mean, so they won't get water in them. Okay, I can move them to where they won't get rained on you could, you whenever can, it rains. You dry, you dry them out completely. Okay. And, and then, then when you do you start, start watering you again? You start watering again in um, November. Okay. With fertilizer. Yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, it, it'll appreciate a little water soluble fertilizer. Okay. How old are your amaryllis bulbs? Or did you just get them? Um, they're probably several years old. Yeah. But but never had bloomed, right? Yes, they have. Uh, probably two three years ago, and they haven't bloomed since. Okay, that's what I mean. They haven't bloomed okay. since. Okay, well, uh, what, give, that, give that a try. Dr. Parsons? Yes, ma'am. Uh, my chili patines, pe- 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 
Quinn's or whatever, they're blooming and they got uh, peppers on them. All right, you, you, planted, you planted those from seed, right? Yes, he sent me the seed. Good. All right. Well, I, I, I hope they, they ripen up and turn red and burn your lips off by Christmas. Or something. <laughs> I'll let my son-in-law try those first. <laughs> <laughs> but they do turn red, too, just like the other. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. They'll, be, they'll be green until uh, they eventually turn a little orange, and then they'll turn red, bright red. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you got some to germinate. How many, how many did you get to germinate out of that package? Did I've you got about ten plants. Me? I didn't plant all the seeds. Oh, okay. But Good all the, all the seeds that I planted, they, they eventually came up. Some of them, you know, didn't come up right away. I guess maybe they were buried too far or something, but they came yeah. up then. And so I planted them in pots, in small pots, and then I've got them in bigger pots now, and I might have to transplant them some more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did good with them. They're a good plant. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, thank you for calling. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. We're going to take a quick break and come back with more in just a moment. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, and we'll be back in a moment on The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. At 930amtheanswer.com, we present our home team, businesses we know you can trust when it comes to services for your home and family. Businesses like Robert Custom Homes, the PAX Financial Group, Aldaco's Mexican Cuisine and the Weisinger Law Firm, who can help you protect what matters most, your family. It's called Peace Through Planning. Call 210-308-0800. The Weisinger Law Firm on the home team is seen at 930amtheanswer.com. Honey, they're back. Babe, this is ridiculous. These raccoons are destroying our attic, tearing out our AC ductwork, and keeping me awake half the night. And now I'm hearing scratching in the walls. We probably now have rats or mice, too. We paid two different bug companies to solve this. We need to call Critter Evictor. Martha at Work Use Them says they're experts in the market. They don't just block the one access point like the other guys did. They reinforce all current and potential access points and give us a 15-month warranty. Find them now. I can't take this anymore. Okay, okay, dear. I found them online, AnimalControlSanAntonio.com. Let me type it in, AnimalControlSanAntonio.com. 
Cameo.com. And look, it says free estimates and your right of 15-month warranty. Here, write this down, please. 210-441-4045. And great, they're locally owned and operated. I'm calling right now. Let's get them out of here today so I can get back to a good night's sleep. That's 210-441-4045. You got it. That's Critter Evictor. Hello, I'm Al Liberto. Remember my famous dessert, Bambino Huey? We sold tens of thousands of them at my restaurants. It's the most outstanding dessert ever served in San Antonio. People came from miles around to get it. What's a Bambino Huey? It's an Italian-American style dessert with a taste all its own, baked with natural ingredients, butter, eggs, sugar, cream cheese, sour cream, pure vanilla, and served warm topped with real whipped cream. It's addictive. So where can you get a taste? I'm happy to announce that Bambino Huey is available again exclusively at the Bread Box in Artisan's Alley in San Antonio. To have a look at their wonderful food, go to thebreadboxsa.com and click on the Facebook link. The Bread Box is a treasure I'm happy to share with you. So what are you waiting for? Come for breakfast or lunch at my great Bambino Huey dessert. Take a box of them home. The Bread Box is in the alley at 555 West Bitters Road. Again, go to their website at thebreadboxsa.com and click on the Facebook link. See Mamma Mia, my great dessert, Bambino Huey, is back. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. 308-8867. 308-8867. Lots of good questions today, so we uh, have some time for some more of those great questions when you call us 308-8867. Um, I was looking at Neil Sparrow's column, uh, question and answer in yesterday's paper, and uh, that lightning and thunder we had a while ago around here. Made me think of his his uh, first question. He said, "We have a very old post oak tree on our property. One was recently hit by lightning that blew off a four-inch strip of bark from the bottom, from the top to the bottom. We've had other trees destroyed in the past. We lost them, but the damage then was much worse. What can we do for this one?" And then Neil goes into talking about. Uh, not, what what not to do, but uh, and he said trees often can heal themselves if we try not to do too much for them. Hmm. And um, we lost a big old hundred year old oak tree uh, in Tennessee to lightning. Uh, lightning oh really? Strike. Hmm. And uh, it it and we had an arborist out to look at it. Because it's such a uh, valuable tree and, and beloved tree, and he said, "Well, there's nothing you can do uh, to prevent it from dying out." Uh, said, in other words, if it's going to die, it's going to die. And so, what, what that what that big old hundred year old tree did, it it uh, died back limb at a time. 
big to big. Huh. I'm talking about a limb big in my body. Yeah. We're talking about a huge limb. And so it died back uh, piece by piece, and a gradual, gradually the whole tree uh, was destroyed. Talk about lightning on, on trees, lightning and thunder and things like that. And so, but there's nothing, once that happens to your tree, uh, once that happens to your tree, there's really nothing you can do to prevent it from uh, running its natural course. Yeah, and everybody is optimistic, but I don't, I haven't seen very many that have been hit by lightning. And if there's any bark yeah. taken off, I the agree. expectation is they're not going to make it. They may make it for two a while. Years, yeah, they make it for a couple of years, and that fools people in the believing that they're going to make it. But when it, it, like you said, it hit by light, it blew a four-inch strip of bark off from the top to the bottom. So that's a, that's a, that's a pretty significant yeah. stri- a strike. Uh, that's why, and and we were we were amazed, like I said, that it had it had never been hit by lightning for a hundred years that we know of. And then, then this this one lightning strike took it out. So, uh, if you've got an old majestic tree like that, it's not not a bad idea to put uh, lightning rods and, and things like that. Yeah, in the old days, see, it. we used to do that quite often. Yeah, yeah. like you know, well, like plantations and oh yeah, farmhouses when you had a. I, th- I think there's a company around San Antonio that does that kind of thing. You know, installs uh, lightning bears and like that. But when you got an old tree like that, uh, especially if you're on a hill, and this was on a hill, my ours was on a hill. Bermuda grass is invading my St. Augustine. I think it's blowing in from the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> And taking over the brown areas. <laughs> taking over brown areas. It's kind of like my horse herb, you know. And yeah. It's taking over brown areas. What can I do to preserve the St. Augustine? Is Bermuda a better option, and should I just let it take over? Uh, like Neil says, something he's seen all his life. If you examine a square yard of the best St. Augustine sod, in Texas, odds are very high that you will find a few pieces of Bermuda growing in it. And you don't always have the choice to pick. You know, just because you might will these, the Bermuda grass. Yeah. Uh, should, this, should the St. Augustine fall to the Bermuda, is very eager to take over its place, especially if it's in a full sun condition. Now, you won't have that trouble in the shade. No. Or, well, we always, I mean, it's a pretty simple management strategy. If it's, uh, you let, you mow high on San Augustine. Right. And plenty of water. Mm-hmm. You don't stress it with water because if in that battle, Bermuda wins all the time. And, and then you, uh, compact soil is not, is, is better for Bermuda, too. But I guess it's basically mow high and uh, water, plenty of water, and your San Augustine will generally win. As long as, even in full sun, if you can yeah. keep it watered, you'll do well. 
You know, we haven't talked much about chinch bugs, but uh, Neil is is big on chinch bug damage. I don't I don't know if it's as common as uh, he makes it out to be, but uh, I guess we need to talk to some some uh, Molly Molly and see how, how how much chinch bug damage they they get uh, reported. But uh, you know, one of the main attributes of Floortown uh, originally was its chinch bug resistance. Huh. And we don't talk about that anymore because some entomologists found of course Floortown is planted all over Florida. It's the regular grass there in Florida. And corpus and places like that. But they found that it's losing, they said it was losing its chinch bug resistance. But that doesn't mean it's lost all of its chinch bug resistance, the way I interpret that. And, uh, and it was a different, it was a different species of chinch bug, certain species of chinch bug. So if, if you are convinced that you had chinch bugs and you, you got St. Augustine and you want to replant, I'd stick with Floratel. Now, this FJ, is that a Floratel? Didn't right. they say that was a Floratel derivative? Yeah. With more shade tolerance than Floratel. Yeah, Floratam. supposedly more shade tolerance. So I would say uh, this FJ Select, which is a new grass on the market, only sold here by Ed Milberger's, uh, it would be something to replace a uh, chinch bug infested or damaged lawn. But uh, we know Floratam has some degree of uh, chinch bug resistance, to, uh, chinch bugs uh, uh, resistant in it. And uh, if you didn't see Calvin's article uh, in yesterday's paper, my essay on Section C, go ahead and uh, take a look at that. Uh, well, the the part that I found interesting is part we don't talk about, uh, uh, or that a lot of people question when we're talking about these oak suckers, oak sprouts, and uh, we've had a lot of questions on. Uh, people say, well, if I if I mow the oak sprouts, will that uh, allow it to spread uh, uh, oak wilt? And Calvin addresses that uh, here. Says uh, uh, talks about uh, can't control them since the suckers are attached to the plant uh, parent tree. It's not a good idea to control them with a herbicide. The best idea, the best control remains cutting them back with a lawnmower, string mower several times a year. I cut, I mow mine back every time, every time I uh, mow the grass. And cutting live oak suckers does not seem to lead to oak wilt. The small stems are quickly protected by the defensive chemistry in the oaks and don't attract the sap beetles that spread the disease. Yeah, and that's... So that, that's too small an error to yeah, and that, attract that, that, sap beetles. That's been... Uh, the researchers have presented that argument from the very beginning since on oak wilt. Just, that doesn't seem to be... Sprouts is not a way... That the disease is spread, so cutting them is the, still seems the best way to control them. 
Uh, let's see. We got events uh, next next weekend. Oh, yeah, pretty you're, you're going to be doing some stuff. Yeah, the Home and Garden Show next weekend, and I'll be speaking at 3 p.m. on Saturday and 3 p.m. on Sunday. If you want to talk about butterflies, come on by on Saturday, and then on Sunday we'll talk about water conservation and tough modern roses, uh, one of the the best uh, plants for low water use landscapes in the San Antonio area are, are the tough mo- the tough modern roses and the old fashioned roses that we talk about a lot. And let's see, were we supposed to mention? Jerry's got a tour. T- tour. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that, that's, oh, the uh, heirloom. That's October first. Yeah, next Saturday. That's Saturday heirloom uh, or uh, designer landscape for historical, historical homes. And you could get a find out more information about that uh, uh, from the gardeningvolunteers.org website. It's and, a nice uh, tour, some good speakers. Over oh, the, yeah, the, uh, some of the best landscape uh, best. architects and uh, landscape designers in, in, in the area are going to be talking about. Uh, all of them in the, yeah, all of them in the same room. That's amazing. Right. And plus, uh, help me on this, Jerry, the guy that wrote the book on the... Scott Ogden. Scott Ogden, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Scott. And uh, if you read any of his books, he's, he's an interesting character and a good horticulturist. Right. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but uh, you be sure to join us uh, next week here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al for doing a great job getting your calls on the air, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next week here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road, and, of course, on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.